Feeling bogged down by your daily grind? Not living up to your greatest potential? Then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters, be it family, career, wellness, spirituality, or anything else that fuels your inner flame. Join Fire It Up with CJ as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life. Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, C.J. Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor, to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. Now, here's your host, C.J. Hi, I'm C.J. Liu. Hi, I'm CJ Liu, and you're listening to Fired Up with CJ on Transformation Talk Radio Network. Talk radio to spark your curiosity, illuminate your spirit, and fire you up into action right now, right here, and every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today, I have Derek Lynn, an award-winning, best-selling author of books about the Dow, including his new book, The Dow of Success. Derek, I can't tell you how excited I am to talk to you. Welcome. Thank you so much, CJ. I'm very happy to be here. So the first part, the first segment is really about learning more about you and about the Dow. And my first question to throw out there for the for you out there is, are you more like Eeyore or Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> are you in discord, in harmony with the Dow or not? So first off, let's let's find out about you and Dowism, um, Derek. Tell us how you started. How, how did you start on your path? Uh, well, it's, uh, it all started about 15 years ago. Um, I was definitely searching for something, which I know many people are today who are listening in. And, you know, the answer is different for everybody. And for me, it happens to be this ancient path. Uh, you know, and for someone who's living in modern society who feels himself as being very much part of it, it was a bit of a shock and surprise for me to realize that I, you know, had such a strong connection that I felt so connected with the ancient teachings. And I follow that, uh, you know, let the flow of the Tao guide me, and, and, and it takes me here, uh, speaking with you. What were the things that you felt connected with about those teachings? Well, there were uh, many parts of it that I recognized from my own upbringing, uh, and I was uh, born and raised overseas. And, you know, the, the Chinese culture, culture, they say, is sort of like the air. You don't really <laughs> consciously think about it, you know, when you're in it. It's when you are maybe away from it that you start realizing that, wow, okay, there were so many things that I just automatically knew, that I just assumed, and now I'm in a different cultural context, and I realize that things are not the way they used to be. So I, part of it was reconnecting with my roots. Mm. And I, you know, one of the things we were talking earlier, that's what most resonated with me about the book when I read it, is it really did feel like a re, you know how there's that old miniseries, I don't know if you're in Taiwan or here, there's that miniseries Roots, and it's, you know, African American people and go like, that's where it came from, man, like there's a movie that explains it all. <laughs> Your book to uh, yes. me was like that, uh, like, oh, this is why I am why I am. Th- that is very true, and yet at the same time, I also want to emphasize to everyone, that the Tao isn't just for people who come from the Chinese culture or people who are interested in it. It's actually a legacy. It's actually something for for all of us. It's the Tao of humanity, not the Tao of the Chinese. Hmm. 
Okay, and why do you emphasize that? Do you think that some people think like, oh no, this is just for Asians, so move along, or like what? <laughs> what makes you think that? Uh, uh, definitely, uh, definitely, there are people who think that way, and there are also people who enjoy comparing one tradition to another. Oh, you guys have a particular teaching, well, we do too. Um, and right. let me just say that it doesn't really matter where the wisdom comes from. If the wisdom is something of benefit to you, I would urge you to, you know, get your hands around that and apply it and use it for your own life. And it really doesn't matter if you don't happen to be related to the person who is telling you that wisdom, wisdom is wisdom, regardless of source. That's interesting because I have to say, and I and I know I'm a little bit embarrassed to say this, but it's true. You know, it's um, I have I was thinking about, you know, I was talking to my friend. And I said I'm so excited to talk to Derek because it's the first Chinese person that actually is talking about a Chinese <laughs> a Chinese religion, and so often and and no offense to other people out but there, but so often it's you know someone not from that culture talking about that culture. And I wonder if that, and then I thought about that, like, is that really true? I mean, do you, is it better for an Eastern person talking about an Eastern religion or can it be a Western talking about the Eastern religion or doesn't even really matter? Um, if it resonates with you, then that's all that matters. And I think that's what you're saying, right? I mean, as long as it resonates with you, who cares where it comes from? Uh, yes. And now the answer is also kind of complex because, uh, you, it, it can definitely happen that when someone who is not familiar with the culture tries to interpret what's coming out of it, that you mm-hmm. do get some distortions. And mm-hmm. I notice that you are pronouncing the word very accurately, uh, and that's, you know, down with the, with the D sound instead of the T sound. Uh, and that's the, that's the original pronunciation. That's the correct pronunciation, no matter how it is spelled. Yeah, that's because the ancestors would punish me if I didn't say it right. I am Chinese, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be cursed I'll, somehow, I'll, uh, so I have to pronounce it I'll, correctly. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to them on your behalf and, and calm them down a little bit. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the history of Tao. Tell me a little bit about... You know, tell me a little bit of, like, do a Taoist 101 for someone who knows nothing about Taoism. What is it? All that good stuff. Well, the Tao, as you know, is a nightclub. No, I'm I'm (laughs) If only, then everyone would be going there. That's right. Um, So the Tao, so to to start with, let's just talk about what that is. And, you know, the very, very first lesson uh, that you learn about the Tao that is that it cannot be defined or limited by words. Nevertheless, being human, humans as ourselves, we have to communicate in some way, and therefore we have to sort of make an attempt to approximate the meaning of the Tao. And the closest that we can probably come up with is that it is the way or the path. Now, that covers a lot of ground. It could be the way of the universe, the way of existence, of reality, the way of human beings everywhere, the way of society. So the way is simply the way with a capital T and capital W, and it's the path uh, that is also the path of your destiny and the path of your life. So that's sort of the approximation there. Now, many people associate the word Tao, you know, when if you were to mention that, they perhaps will complete, you know, the name of the book that they have heard of in their mind, and that is the Tao Te Ching. Mm-hmm. And so that's quite well known. 
It's one of the most translated books in the history of mankind. That book uh, originated about 2,500 years ago, uh, and it is written by this sage by the name of Lao Tzu. Now, many people would assume that this is the, uh, the sage philosopher who founded the traditional Taoism, and therefore the origin of the Tao must be at that time as well, 2,500 years ago. In reality, it goes back a lot further, and if you were to study the Tao Te Ching itself, it makes numerous references to the ancient masters. So we think of Lao Tzu as being very ancient to us 2,500 years ago. Well, he's talking about people who were ancient to him, as ancient to him as he is to us. And literally and it doubling was 5, back years to 5,000 right? years it's like ago. Five, yeah, right? It was 5,000 years ago that that, I mean, this is wisdom from 5,000 years ago. Or that, I mean, he, is it 5,000 years ago, wisdom from 5,000 years ago, or wisdom that was 5,000 years from his point? <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's probably too soon along. But, I mean, what? it's a 5,000-year-old religion. Is that right? Uh, well, it, it's actually a, um, the scope of the Tao uh, goes beyond religions. It's actually just a way of life. And mm-hmm. your life, religion is one component, but there are also other aspects that are outside of religion. Um, mm-hmm. So it's the way of life about the way of life. And as far as the years go, 5,000 years is pretty much 5,000 years before today is where most people would point to the origin of the Tao. But in Mm -hmm. reality, the only reason why we're pinned there is because that's as far back as the written records go. Prior Mm -hmm. to that, it was all oral tradition. Language, written language hadn't been invented yet, and therefore we don't have any records to point to. Uh, we do know that it's a lot okay. older than 5,000 years. We don't know how old. Now, one of the important things that, and when reading your book, and I've read a couple, I read your very first book, and, and I didn't have a chance to finish, but I did read about the idea of cultivation. And when I read about Taoism, there's all this cultivation, cultivation. Is that the equivalent of practice in yoga? What is cultivation? Uh, that's a pretty good way to put it. Uh, now, it doesn't have to be um, an active form of cultivation, like practicing yoga. And yoga itself can be a cultivation of the Tao. So mm-hmm. it can be other forms uh, that are dynamic as well. It can be Tai Chi, it can be Qigong, etc. Mm-hmm. It could be just you, uh, you know, on the treadmill at the gym. That could be cultivation also. Uh, mm-hmm. At the same time, there is a tranquil aspect of it, not just a dynamic aspect of it. And therefore, time spent alone in choir solitude, that can be cultivation it is basically you getting to know yourself better, getting to know the inner landscape. So many different possibilities to cultivate. Uh, okay, so the, the goal of cultivation, cultivation, though, is to know your inner self. That's the whole purpose of taking the time, whether it's Tai Chi, Qigong, you know, running. Is that the goal of cultivation? Uh, I would say that you put, uh, that you definitely uh, hit the nail on the head there because the ancient sages have always taught that if you want to make changes lasting, if you want to make real changes, the only way to begin is with the innermost self. And once you have make a, once you have succeeded in making a transformation there, you allow the change to ripple outward. Mm, okay, makes sense. And, it's, and that's something that's true of a lot of different religions, right? That basic premise, make the change inside out, that's kind of similar to to other religions and the Tao, right? 
That's absolutely true, and that's the other the other thing that I could also mention to say that uh, the ancient Chinese did not have a monopoly on wisdom. So wisdom we can find, you know, <laughs> pretty much anywhere. I think my ancestors would, uh, in fact, my parents would dispute that, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so more on um, Taoism when we return. We're going to be contemplating, um, contemplating, is Taoism like a scorpion or a starfish? Are they like Chinese delicacies that you really won't work with the Western palate, or is it something that we can actually digest safely? <laughs> Best-selling author Derek Lin on Fired Up with CJ on Transformation Talk Radio. Um, if you want to um, hear um, know more about Derek or listen to other fabulous shows, check it out on www.fireitupwithcj.com. We'll also have an open mic, so we'd love to hear from you after the break. bogged down by your daily grind not living up to your greatest potential then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters be it family career wellness spirituality or anything else that fuels your inner flame join fire it up with cj as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, C.J. Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor, to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com. So this may sound simple, but when you're planning a road trip, you have to figure out where you're going first. With the Take Shape for Life program, the destination is living life at optimal health. So what does that mean? It means more energy. It means less medications. And yes, it means losing the extra pounds, which is actually part of the getting there. Talk to a Take Shape for Life health coach who's been there. Listen to their story and their journey. Call 877-520-SIMPLE. That's 877-520-SIMPLE. Results will vary. Talk to your doctor before starting program. Call for details. The 19th Annual Women of Wisdom Conference is February 17th through the 21st. Our theme is Women Arise. Unveil the power of the divine feminine. Special guests are Susan Weed, Carolyn Sutherland, and many others sharing their gifts through experiential events all weekend long. Join our email list at womenofwisdom.org and watch for announcements about the conference. That's womenofwisdom.org. Aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and she... Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, very good. When does this start? This starts in August. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. 1230 WBLQ. Hey, in case you just joined in, I'm CJ Liu, and you're listening to Fired Up with CJ on Transformation Talk Radio Network. Derek Lynn, award-winning author and of a great book called Dow of Success and three other books, um, are talking about Taoism. And we are wondering, the question of this segment is, is Taoism like scorpion or starfish, an awful Chinese delicacy? I don't know. You may like it. That really doesn't work with a Western palate. <laughs> or is it something like uh, pot stickers that we all love? Um, <laughs> uh, the first three callers, also today we're going to be taking phone callers. So, um the first three callers were going to uh, be offering a book. Um, Derek will tell you a little bit at the end of the show in terms of how you get that book. You, uh, maybe we should tell people now, Derek, how would people get the book after they um, listen to the show? Um, we'll, we'll take your name and number, and then um, we'd like you to submit a where, – where would they go to submit the um, address on your website? Sure. Um, my website address is DerekLynn.com. That's D-E-R-E-K-L-I-N, and like Nancy – Dot com, And uh, if you take a look at the author page, it will list three different ways to get a hold of me. Uh, there's, the, there's a Sunday Internet conference uh, that anyone can join. It's all free. Uh, I am on, um, on Facebook. What a surprise, right? Everybody's on Facebook. It's uh, directly in books on Facebook. And also, I am available at this Internet forum, discussion forum, called the Tea House. So any of those ways that you prefer uh, will work just fine with me. Send me your address, and I will uh, ship a uh, book out to you. Okay, excellent. If you um, have any questions about Taoism or just loving it, you have questions, you want to know how it applies to your life, uh, call us at 800-930-2819. And when you call, make sure to leave your name and your location with Chris. So back to the original question. Um, was Taoism like scorpion? Have you ever eaten scorpion and starfish, Derek? <laughs> you know, I, I, I have to confess that I haven't. Uh, probably okay. the most exotic thing that I've had was uh, rattlesnakes, believe it or not. And this was uh, not in China, but in Arizona. So I uh, can't claim, you know, a, a wide range of culinary experience there. Uh, but, but to answer your question directly, um, let, me, let me just point out that and this is uh, a very interesting fact that I recently learned, that there are 40,000-plus Chinese restaurants in the U.S., and that number is greater than all the McDonald's plus all the Kentucky Fried Chickens, you know, all of those top food chains combined. So, you know, one of the, one of the points uh, that was made uh, in this very interesting talk about that was if we define, you know, apple pie as the American food as being quintessentially American, then... When was the last time that you had that compared to the last time that you had Chinese food? And, you know, for me, what that says is the pervasive influence of, um, you know, actually East and West, Eastern and Western cultures influencing one another and coming together in, I think, a, a beautiful synergy. There is something very powerful when the two sides come together and each taking the best of what the other has to offer. And I'll jump off my soapbox. Well, you know, hopefully, you know, what 
And, you know, as I'm a Chinese-American, I'm a first-generation Chinese, which means that my parents um, came from China, and I'm the first person to be raised here in America. And um, um, and, and attempting to be a powerful, <laughs> powerful encapsulation of both East meets West. And, and what I wanted to do was share with you um, some of my miseries. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that this is about my psychological um, thrash here? No, really what I wanted to do, you know, here's the thing. Fundamentally, every single philosophy, religion, or every single religion has its, um, its, or, or philosophy of life has its particular way of defining happiness. And when I look at the Eastern way, it's about patience and respect, obedience to elders. That's basically, these are like the key contributors to my overall happiness. And if I believe if I were in um, living in China, that that's true. Now, I'm actually living in America, and the, the culture and philosophical core is, is about the American dream, where it's about money, abundance, power, you know, the white picket fence. Um, and that's their equation for happiness and well-being. So for me as a Chinese-American, I always feel this struggle between my Eastern roots and how I've been raised to think about happiness and the culture surrounding me. What's it been like for you? Because you are you know came from the East, came over here. What's it been like for you? Uh, that's, that's an excellent question, by the way. And, you know, I, I think to some extent I've, I've shared some of the, the same experiences and, and the same thought patterns that, that, you, that you've also gone through. And um, one quick comment that I'll have is that the goal in Tao cultivation, in practicing the Tao, following the Tao, etc., making that a way of life for you is ultimately joy. And by joy, I mean not just happiness, but lasting happiness, real happiness that just lasts and lasts. Not only that, but also peace of mind. And, you know, later on, we can also talk a little bit, a little bit about success in the Dow context. Um, I, I would also point out that the American dream, the big house, the big cars, uh, the, the, the material wealth, etc., these are not things that are um, opposed to the Chinese way of thinking. I think just coming from Chinese culture yourself, you know that many Chinese people do not shrink away from stating that, yes, they want to enjoy material success as much as they want success in other uh, parts of life. Um, yes. At the same time, you know, and I know, that the pursuit, um, if, uh, you know, if one were to pursue um, material things in a very over-the-top fashion, that stress and tension are often the results. Mm-hmm. That's definitely and, true. And therefore... I want to, you know, encourage everyone that, you know, one of the, the best ways for the ancient sages to uh, remind people of their teachings is by mental imagery. So if you think about the yin and yang symbol, for most people, when they think about that, automatically they will also think about balance. So whenever you feel that stress and tension coming on, I would suggest that you summon up the mental image of the yin and yang symbol Think about balance and think about where perhaps you are out of balance and get back to a point of equilibrium. And that, I think, will, will be very helpful as the first step. All right. So give us an example of when you've actually felt out of balance, use this yin and yang 
Uh, well, you know, that's uh, fairly easy for me to do because, you know, working uh, as a manager of very complex technology projects, uh, that happens every single day. Uh, people are constantly pushing uh, for results. Uh, people are constantly pulling you in different directions. Everybody wants an update, and everybody is asking, well, when was the, the thing that I wanted done yesterday? So life is chaos, and I think it's the same way for many people as well who are listening in right now. So when that happens... Basically just send them a DAO symbol and email? <laughs> that, that works. And, you know, there, there are so many different techniques that one can use for that. And uh, one thing that would also be very helpful is to visualize yourself as the center of existence because literally you are. And think about the scattered pieces of your mind that are that are all different places, different directions, and just have a mental command, just give out a mental command that all of these different fragmented pieces of your mind should be converging now at the center of your existence, and that's the core of yourself. As they come back, every single time you feel something coming back, I think you will feel an increase of mental clarity and mental power. And so you only, you get better at this as you practice. You only need to do this for a few minutes, and you will be back to your optimal, most effective self. Hmm. I love that. All right, excellent. We'll have to write that up for folks on the website. So um, we have a phone call from Jamie. Jamie, what we're going to do is take your, he's um, uh, from Ashaway, Rhode Island. I get, or he or she is from Ashaway, Rhode Island. Um and um, I think there's a question. Oops, she hung up. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, scared, I scared her away. Okay. That is the way. Okay, so there is a question, though, from Chris that we'll take, and then we'll go on break. So, Chris, your question. Okay, my question, uh, Derek, is uh, this is all wonderful, and, and, and I'm, I think this is uh, fantastic. I just checked out your website a little while ago. Um, but uh, with obtaining balance and, and all of the techniques that are mentioned here, uh, for somebody, and I'm not saying this is directly pertaining to me, uh, it is a little bit, uh, who physically who can just can't, you know, I know you have to make the time for balance, but when you're living on a fixed income, as many people are in society today, and you need to do whatever you can to make ends meet, how can you possibly find balance uh, when it's it's pretty much physically impossible with the the expenses of life that we're facing? Yeah, excellent wow. question. How do we make some extra time available? And you know what I what I did for myself was that um, I study this question. And I wanted to know what the Tao was to perhaps give myself more energy because I needed that extra energy to do to do anything to to study the Tao to you know to have a practice of cultivation etc. So what I discovered was that it is indeed possible to have more energy for yourself, and the key has to do with uh, in three parts, and one of them is rest, the other one nutrition, and then fitness. So when you have all three taken care of, you suddenly realize that your body works much more efficiently than before. You can get things done quicker. You can think, you can think much more clearly, much, much more efficiently, and spend less time, and therefore free up some time for yourself, keeping in mind that time is your most precious commodity, and time with yourself is the most cherished time that you can possibly have. 
You make it in sound China's so easy. Yeah, what we're facing right now, because we have to go for, um, we're going to continue this conversation because I think it was a great question. You're listening to CJ on Fired Up with CJ on Transformation Talk Radio with Derek Lynn, the award-winning author of a book called The Tao of Success. It's come up. Uh, we'll be right back. bogged down by your daily grind not living up to your greatest potential then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters be it family career wellness spirituality or anything else that fuels your inner flame join fire it up with cj as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, C.J. Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor, to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qigong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit IIQTC.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit IIQTC.org for more information on my body practice. IIQTC.org. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transforming the world one listener at a time.
Hey, in case you just joined in, I'm CJ Liu, and you're listening to Fired Up with CJ on Transformation Talk Radio Network. Derek Lynn, award-winning author and author of the new book, Dow Success, will be um, answering a question that we just got right before the break, which was, how do you make time? If you have a, if you have fixed income, fixed time, how do you actually make time in your busy life to follow some of these paths, which, whether it's Taoism or not? Um, so we have Derek Lynn, um, who... Um, I want to hear your answer. What do you, what, what else do you think? <laughs> so, excellent. So we started out talking about the physical aspects of it, and that is having abundant energy. And I just want to say that this is not, um, I want, I don't want to mislead anyone and say that this is an increase of energy, uh, more than what you possess. I want to let everyone know that it is your birthright to, to enjoy abundant energy. And the work that you do is to tap into the energy that you already possess. So that's the physical aspect of it. But let me also talk about the mental and spiritual aspects of it as well. So in order to have enough time for yourself, in order to free up some time to work on what is truly important, for many people, that transformation happens when they reach very deeply within and they ask themselves those questions. You know, what do I really want out of my life? What is it that I would like as my legacy? You know, when I'm gone from this world, you know, what, what, what is behind? What, you know, what is the memory? Uh, how, how would I like to be remembered and so forth? Now, <clears throat> when we get into a topic like that, we always have to uh, discuss this whole concept of aligning yourself with the Tao. And I want to say it in a way that is not religious at all. Uh, I was uh, online the other day, and I looked up my books using Google, and I discovered that uh, there are actually church groups around the country that are using uh, my books as one of the uh, the books that they discuss. You know, when they have a uh, when they have a meeting on Sundays, and you know that's great because the Tao does not conflict with anything else. Anyone, regardless of background, you can be a Buddhist or Christian or Catholic or whatever you can benefit uh, from the Tao. So to be um, to sort of uh, share a little bit of personal information about myself, I used to require eight hours of sleep just like everyone else. But by, by working on the Tao of energy, the Tao of abundance, uh, I am able to cut that way down and still enjoy clarity of mind, feeling completely rested, you know, feeling really good and healthy, and this is one of the reasons why people sometimes ask, you know, how is it that you can, you know, work nine to five, have a full-time job that is very intense, and yet also have another career as a writer of several books that are out there. And I always tell them that, hey, listen, you can do it too. Uh, it's all about investigating the Tao and applying the Tao for yourself. Okay, I have to say I'm, I'm confused. All right, so let me see if I, I'm going to go, I'm going to track back, okay, because I, I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. So here's what I heard Chris asking. I heard him asking, you know, I'm busy, I have a fixed income, you know, I don't have that much disposable time. So I think what your answer is, um, tap into, the, you know, get nutrition, rest, and fitness. And in fact, you probably don't need as much rest as you think, um, that you need to tap into the Tao to give yourself more energy and oh, by the way, that's also about—it's uh, also about getting your mind and spirit aligned. I think that's what you said. Is that right? And I, and, and I have so many questions. I don't know even where to begin. Um, that's right. 
But is that, first of all, what you were saying, like what, what Chris should do or what, what he should contemplate doing is that? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, uh, that's what I'm saying, and I think it all has to start on the inside. Okay, so if, of, of the of the three, like work on your mind, spirit, and um, energy. First, work on your spiritual in terms of what what does your legacy, what do you want your legacy to be, what do you want to do, and align uh, yourself correct. with that. So um, the, the book itself talks about this uh, this paradigm of you know rippling changes outward to effectively transform your destiny. And so the way that it works is that we always start uh, at the very innermost core, and once we get that, you know, all squared away, we feel comfortable with that, we've made some changes there, we let that spread outward. And that's when the, the physical transformations can also start to take place, uh, which is what I uh, started out talking to, to Chris about. So probably yeah. presented myself in, in slightly uh, uh, different, a, a wrong order there, but that's, that's how the scheme works. It starts in the heart. Okay, so we have another question from Tom from Westerly, Rhode Island, um, who um, I assume has a question about his, his life. So, Tom, are you there? Yes, it, it actually is not a question. I'm, I'm actually driving on Route 95 near Westerly, heading into Connecticut, so I don't have a, a lot of time because the Connecticut rules are I can't be on my cell phone. But, but I'm, I was listening, and I just wanted to comment that um, when I exercise, uh, I find that on the weekends it's easier for me to blend it into my schedule. This is really a follow-up to the question that you just, to which you just responded, that, that I find it easier to do. But during the week when I'm working, it's much more difficult to do. So I, I would just like Derek to talk more about um, how to transform this inner um, spiritual thinking to transform what I really do every day because that that I find is the, the most difficult obstacle for me. Okay, thank you very much, Tom. Thank, thanks for that question. I can use myself as an example, perhaps. Uh, what I do is that I exercise one hour every day, and I've arranged it so that the gym is on my way uh, from from work uh, to home, so it's part of my daily commute, actually. Uh, I'll uh, head into the gym, work out for an hour, and I'll be totally relaxed and, you know, refreshed by the time I'm, I'm out of there so that when I, when I get home, I can, you know, devote my full attention for quality time with the family. So it's a simple thing that I do, but I know that many people will find it pretty difficult, uh, you know, keeping, keeping up with all the demands of life and still, you know, Carving out an hour for yourself. Yeah, that, yeah. that actually, that actually, that suggestion is a very practical one. It makes sense for me. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I have Thank some so ideas much. to think think about too, because I'm a I'm a, an, a multitasker, and I think that one thing to think about. See, now everyone's even calling me because just test my multitasking. One thing to think about is that how do you basically um, try to be present every moment, even when a phone call is actually <laughs> in your background. Sorry about that. Um, so um, I think that the one thing that I do when I'm actually um, working out is um, I, I basically think, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in here in this moment. I'm going to breathe in fresh air. I'm going to exhale negativity. And what I do is I really try to um, 
at that moment focus on, I do a body scan and I literally focus from my feet all the way up to my head and I try to figure out where is my body at and then where are my emotions at, where are my thoughts at. And I do this all while I'm running. <laughs> and it actually really, for me, it sounds kind of like a crazy cultivation practice, but it is what I do to kind of every day check in while I'm working out with what is my body doing, how is my body feeling, where are the aches and pains, what are they trying to tell me, what are my emotions, you know, what are my emotions in my body, what are they trying to tell me, where is my mind at, is it scattered in 5,000 directions or not. So I don't know if that helps or not, but that's just another path to try. Yeah. Actually, my last comment would be I, I actually have tried something like that, but uh, not so much during exercise, but in the evening when I'm trying to wind down to relax, I actually use that technique, start with my toes and just kind of work my way up to my brain to kind of just come down from all of the stress of the day, and that, that usually works as well, so thank you. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to sign off so I don't get arrested here in Connecticut. All right, thanks for your call, Tom. Don't get arrested, Tom. Uh, and, you know, that, that, is, that is a very good um, point about the personal nature of, you know, physical work. We're all good at different things. I have a friend who um, uh, is a, used to be in the swimming team in high school. So for her, that is the, uh, her favorite way to exercise. I'm not so great with swimming myself, but I'm pretty good with a Steermaster, so that's what I do. Yeah, and yeah. so let's actually people, go on break and talk about more practical ways to um, to get and integrate the Tao in our daily lives. I, I have best-selling author Derek Lynn on Fired Up with CJ on Transformation Talk Radio. Up more, um, up, up, up next, more information on how to integrate Dow in your daily life. You can call and uh, talk to us at 800-930-2819. We want to hear what you have to say about the Dow. Check out this and further shows at www.fireitupwithcj.com. bogged down by your daily grind not living up to your greatest potential then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters be it family career wellness spirituality or anything else that fuels your inner flame join fire it up with cj as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, C.J. Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor, to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com. Are you ready to tap into the healer within? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the real doctor is the source that lives within you, that heals within you minute by minute every day? The healer within is the innate intelligence of the human body. When we cut our hand with a piece of glass, we don't have to command the body to close the wound and grow new skin. It knows how to heal itself. We do have to nourish the skin by disinfecting it and remove the glass or it cannot heal. 
The innate healer relies upon us to assist in this healing process. Our role is to identify its needs, provide the substances required for the healing, and remove the obstacle. CRA, Contact Reflex Analysis, is an energy assessment which translates human energy into information. This information provides me with the ability to identify your needs as a healer and to design a specific solution for you. Contact us to achieve optimal health at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Oh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, very good. When does this start? This starts in August. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. you just joined in, I'm C.J. Liu, and you're listening to Fired Up with C.J. on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Derek Lynn, an award-winning author of the new book, Dow Success, is answering any questions that you may have about the Dow. You can reach us at 800-930-2819 with your questions. Uh, so, Derek, um, I'm going to ask you some of my questions until we hear <laughs> from, some of the, from the listeners. Um, you know what, I um, I was talking about this a little bit earlier in the second segment, and it's really, you know, as an Asian American, I find that some of these Eastern ideas are kind of hard to practice in the Western culture, particularly, you know, action, no action. We had talked about success before and what that really means, because there's an Eastern success and Western success, achieving a non-striving for attachment and being goal-oriented, you know, doing something with total focus, and then being, you know, kind of 80-20 rule, there's so many different things that are in conflict that I've experienced. Being an Eastern person living in the Western culture, each of these things is incredibly challenging for me. Let's pick one of them that's challenging for you sure. and talk about it. Uh, well, certainly. Um, you know, many people will uh, talk about the Tao and then talk about, for instance, the concept of Wu Wei, which uh, sometimes has been translated as non-action. So the idea seems to be that the Tao, you know, advocates that you do nothing. And so how do we reconcile that to this very action-oriented mindset of the West? You know, are you being lazy if you do nothing? Uh, You know, how do you know if you're just, uh, you know, being persistent, waiting for results, or you're banging your head against the wall? How how can you tell? Mm -hmm. And so when I think about that, I always, you know, what, what I prefer to do, I, I like the way that the ancient sages taught that they always use, you know, for instance, rhyming lines. Uh, they use poetry to make it easy to, me- to remember, to recall uh, the teachings to mind, or they'll use stories, or they'll use mental imagery. 
to make it vivid. And so in this case, I want to um, I want to try one, and I want to ask if people perhaps remember this old television show called Kung Fu with David Carradine. And by the way, if you do know that show, it kind of dates you. You'll probably know as I am. And then you're old. If you know that you're old, I'm not that old. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'll try to visualize it anyways. <laughs> okay. So in that TV show, this Shaolin monk comes from China, and he's in the wild, wild west with all the cowboys and all the uh, potential for violence and so forth. So think of yourself as this wandering monk in the west, in the wild, wild west. So what happens is that this character, this central character, seems to be very tranquil, uh, very composed, and yet if, uh, you know, this is a television show after all, you've got to have some action, you've got to have some some fighting and so forth, some conflict uh, for that viewer interest. So invariably, there is going to be a couple of scenes where basically the monk is going to teach uh, the Western cowboys a few lessons. And that's often done using, using Kung Fu. So, and hence the name of the show. And so what happens when he does spring into action is that he's very fluid, he's very effective, and yet he does only the minimum necessary to get what he wants, to get the results that he's looking for. So I want to ask everyone to think about that and then use that as sort of a, um, a model for ourselves, that you can be very composed, you can be very tranquil, and yet it doesn't mean that you are oblivious of what's happening around you. It means you are still alert to everything that is happening so that when something occurs that requires an active response, you have the dynamic nature that you bring to the foreground to give the response as appropriate to the situation. And when you do, it is always very fluid. It is always very graceful, very effective, and only the minimum necessary to get the results that you are looking for. Mm. Love that story. Okay, give me another one on goal and non-striving and no attachment. Sure. Um, this has to do, and a lot of times we hear about, you know, you should let go of your attachments. You should mm-hmm. eliminate all the attachments, etc. And uh, I'll be the first to say that there are many different schools of thought coming from the East, so the Tao concept would not be for total elimination. In the Tao, if you look at the yin and yang symbol, you'll notice that in each half, there's a small circle of the opposite. So the yin and yang symbol, there's yin within the yang and yang within the yin, etc. That's a sort of a subtle teaching there to say that nothing is 100%. No matter how pure, quote-unquote, you think something may be, there's always an element of its complement. So in this case, attachment and detachment will work in that fashion, in that what we want to do is to achieve the proper balance living in the West that you want the path of moderation where you are not so attached that you compromise your integrity and your principles. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, you don't want to be so detached that you become indifferent, that you become apathetic. So there is a good balance between the two. And, you know, this is... um, uh, what the sages talk about, this this may be a lot easier to to, to to speak of than to actually put into action, 
but yeah. as you practice, as you cultivate, you get better at it. Love it. Okay, we have Maria from Westerly who's on the phone. Maria, are you there? Hi. Wow, this is very Welcome. interesting. <laughs> I'm glad Hi, Maria. Hi. My question is, um, how did you come up with, you know, the basis of your book? Like, what what was the driving force that kind of just made you decide that, you know, you wanted to put, you know, pen to paper or rather, you know, fingers to keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent question. It's actually the result of the previous book. The previous book mm-hmm. was called The Tao of Daily Life. It was oh, also okay. a collection of stories, and it was divided into different areas of life. So people became interested because they heard these stories. They felt that these stories were very effective, very helpful. So I had, a, I had opportunities. Uh, I had the privilege of speaking with them, and I would often get this question, they would say, well, Derek, I love this concept that you talk about called the Tao. Now I want to learn more, and I want to perhaps uh, have a systematic practice in my life. I want something with a structure. And CJ and I talked about this before, that there's always the free-flowing, you know, free-form, do-whatever-you-want approach, and then there's also a very rigorous and systematic approach in life. And people are looking for something that is more systematic, and they were asking for guidance. And, you know, I told them that, well, there's no, there's no real curriculum in the Tao. But then later on, when I did some research, I realized that the authentic traditions, they always start you out at the center and then allow you to spread outward to affect your loved ones, your family, your community, etc. And therefore, a curriculum of the Tao will work in the same way And the more that I researched this, the more that I saw that this was the authentic way to go. And, you know, at that point, I just had to let everyone know. Wow. All right. Well, thank you so much. Great question, by the way. Wow. So many wonderful questions. Can we have you on for three more shows? (laughs) We have so many questions here. This is fantastic. Well, Um, it's exactly like I told you. I'll I'll follow you, you know, wherever you go. (laughs) Okay, hopefully not to the bathroom, but everywhere else is fine. Okay, so <laughs> such a bad sense of humor. All right, so um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, back where we were before, if we can cover one more. Let's see, I think we have only oh, we have three more minutes. We're going to have to have you back because I just have so many questions. This has been a fantastic show. I, I do want to talk to to about your book because I did read it, and. Um, I have to tell you um, and other folks out there that this was a really fantastic book. Um, oops, Marie from London. M- Marie actually called you, so let's get her quick call too, because no one wants to hear me pontificate. Maria, what's your question? <laughs> Welcome to the show. No, that was you just talked to Maria. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that was her address. I'm sorry. Okay, so um, so let me actually pontificate about the book because it really was fantastic. It one shifted me from um, I I didn't even realize that I had a big question, a big life question, and what your book did is it helped me realize that I had this big life question, and it provided with these beautiful, beautiful stories um, a sense of where to go and how to even think about it. So. 
I, I love the way that you talked about you had these beautiful, like you said, imageries, poetry, stories, these poetic stories that were then followed by actual very, a good translation of what, what the Chinese people meant and how it applied to the Western um, society. So I just really want to thank you for the book. I also want to thank you for appearing and I would love to have you on like five more shows. I have so many questions. I'm sure a lot of you other listeners do too. Um, tell us your website again, Derek. Thank you, I, and I will be very honored to, to be with you again. And my website is DerekLin.com, D-E-R-E-K-L-I-N, and like Nancy, all one word, dot com. Excellent. And it was, it really is a, it's a beautifully written book. And it was very easy to understand, a very complex topic. So thank you for putting together such a beautiful piece of work. Thank you for coming. Thank you everyone for listening next Thursday on Fired Up with CJ Robin Stevens, an energy coach to help you eliminate both the emotional and physical clutter in your life. Have a great week and we'll see you here next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You've been listening to Fire It Up with CJ. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time for more of Fire It Up with CJ. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com.